episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, brother. How you hey, going? Hey. Doing good, thanks. Yeah? Recovering? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that, that's safe to say. Yeah? Yeah, man. You played Hellfest, right? Yeah, yeah. It was great. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great festival and, and of course, uh, great, great experience to, to perform in, in front of such a massive crowd. And yeah, very cool. Man, I guess it's one of those things like, you're just trying to not make me feel bad that I wasn't there, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, being, I'm being very, very neutral and, and <laughs> modest about it. Did you see the big Lemmy statue? Yeah, I did. I did. There was uh, right before we went on stage. Um, yeah, the remaining uh, Motorhead guys, they, they had like a ceremony where they uh, like went up to, to the statue and, and uh, yeah, had a, had a toast to, to um, like a memory toast oh, uh, to, to Lemmy. Yeah, it, it's, it's a beautiful piece of uh, art. I think apparently there is a part of Lemmy's ashes inside the statue as well i heard that yeah it looks yeah. incredible do you know if they i don't know if you you heard anything of what they're doing with it now they're not packing it away or i think it's gonna stay there for for a while um yeah. but i'm not sure. not sure it's pretty cool it's pretty cool yeah absolutely but, uh, was there was there any other mates that you caught up with at the festival too yeah it, it was a lot of familiar faces that that's the thing with with uh these festivals uh, that perhaps more so than go seeing concerts. Um, it is about meeting people uh, like friends from all over the world, uh, both, both within like the industry, music industry, but also uh, from other, other bands and so on. So yeah, there was a lot of, lot of uh, familiar faces. Nice. I'm very jealous. Very jealous. <laughs> yeah. brother, I, it's... I would be I would be too <laughs> well uh thanks for joining us on the show again man it's good to talk to you that's for sure pleasure is mine <laughs> well of course uh you know wadruna have recently released the incredible uh you know i messed it up last time i'm gonna mess it up again Vit, is it bit raven Ritva? yeah kvit kvit raven kvit raven See, it's my yeah. strain. We, yeah. <laughs> First flight <laughs> of the White Raven, which uh, has, of course, um, the record and uh, the live album uh, from the stream in the last year. Mm. And uh, it mm. just sounds incredible, man. How is it reconnecting with the other guys and, and doing that after everything that went on? Was it pretty emotional? Yeah, it, it was. There was a lot of, uh, how, how to say, po- positive friction uh, in, in the air. And we were really excited. Uh, hadn't been in the same room for for over 12 months uh, and, and yeah <clears throat> coming together um, everyone was really prepared uh, and 
yeah, it, it felt like it, it had only been days since we we shared the stage. Uh, the chemistry was was there, and and uh, yeah, I, I think that kind of made up for the lack of like a, a, a big crowd. Um, at the same time, when you do a production like this, um, it's there are people in the room, so whether or not you're performing for three people or three thousand, you you still have to to um, yeah it's it's about becoming one with songs and and uh, at one with the the environment and that's what performance is about but it comes from somewhere real and and um, yeah I I think if, if we hadn't felt that if, if that hadn't been what was captured we wouldn't have released it either uh, and I don't think people would have enjoyed it either the same in the same way and yeah that's we felt it and and i think the crowd that that saw the concert the first time felt it as well and and that then the potential of, of releasing it in in hindsight was uh, uh yeah was the logical thing to do it sounds incredible like i've been listening to it at work and and, and headphones and Man, it's it, it is amazing. I love those interpretations. And of course, I mean, how was it playing these songs live, like in front of people now, like getting that feedback? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. You know, you you, <clears throat> you never know how how a song is going to perform, like before you're there, uh, how how it's going to connect with people. That that's always very interesting, and and uh, but. I think the stream gave us a good indication of how, how they work because how just how they worked performing them was, was yeah, it felt so, um, I don't know, felt so uh, natural and, and logical uh, in, in many ways. And, and uh, the response to the, the new material uh, live as well has been, yeah, it, it's been really, really fantastic to see. Um, yeah, the 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 album seem in general seem to to speak uh, speak to people. So uh, it's it's great to see uh, to to feel it uh, as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. In, in that dialogue with the crowd and singing along too. Yeah, singing oh, along, yeah. clapping, and and engaging. Whether or not it's dancing or just sitting back there or and taking it in, yeah, you know, people. People have their own uh, their own ways of doing it, of course. I mean, it must have been pretty amazing getting up there that first time after not, ha you know, not being able to and feeling that energy. I mean, I've spoken to a lot of bands about it, but man, it must have been just so incredible. Yeah, and I don't know uh, after 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 this period, and and of course also because doing arranging concerts, traveling around, everything is so, the whole industry is, to be honest, it's, it's pretty fucked these days. Uh, the, yeah. the, the logistics of it all is, is so challenging um, in, in all, <laughs> in so many different parts of, of that process. So, um, of course, the, the, yeah, there was, there was a, a lot of resistance also uh, within. I had to go a few rounds to be honest 
whether or not uh, this is something to to do or not do at this point. But uh, yeah. but being there in in front of the the audience, that's it, it was good to remember um, why why we're doing this and, and that interaction and um, it, it's a pretty unique unique and, and special thing to to um, it's a privilege basically um, uh, that um, yeah we're gonna fight for yeah man absolutely for and this tour yeah. tour you got coming up is just it, it looks amazing the the Nordic night open air tour where, where you're gonna mm. be playing some incredible places man like was it Devon's castle in Slovakia uh, Augusta Royal Rorica. This is my Australian again coming into place in Switzerland. But all yeah, these yeah, places yeah. just look like it's just meant for your music, man. It just meant it just it sounds like it's gonna be so magical. Are you gonna be documenting these shows as well? Like what's the plan? Uh the plan is not to, to film them. It's gonna be predominantly for the people who are there. Mm. Um and um um yeah, I don't know. It, space and place has always been an important part of, yeah. of our our uh, our. Yeah, we. I think we realized at a very early point how how um, how important it is um, to to play in in, in spaces uh, that that has the potential to to come complement and, and uh, create a synergy with 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 the music itself so two plus two becomes six yeah instead of four you know so um yeah i'm i'm very excited about that and of, of course playing under the open sky is uh is always a nice thing um so you of course it, it's it's less of a controlled setting you know but but come on, <laughs> these <Yeah>. spaces, you know, <laughs> That's it, you, you don't need, yeah. Oh, it, it's going to be great, I'm sure. Big open sky with the stars and, and everything and the people. Yeah. I wish yeah. just someone someone out there just put me in your suitcase when you're heading over there and I'll, and I'll, I'll end up somewhere at that show because I would love to, absolutely love to see you guys. Is it plans to come down here though? I mean, you're welcome down here. It's, uh, I think if, if the whole uh, pandemic situation hadn't happened when it did, uh, that we would have been there. Uh, oh, there has been, there has been plans to, uh, to do it for, for, um, and, and pretty specific talk about, about, uh, doing it for, for a long time. Uh, of course, now our focus has to be on actually being able to, to go through with a, the five, six different tours that we have been juggling around now for three years. So uh, that is our main focus. And then when that is done, we'll, we'll, we'll look into, into uh, these kind of things. And, and visiting down on is, is definitely um, part of, of that equation. That makes me very happy to hear. Will that be your first time, like ever, yourself? No, I... Yeah. I uh, I've been uh, lucky, um, actually, most New Zealand. Um, yeah. But I, 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 I was, I was in um, in Australia and New Zealand like 20, 20 years ago or, well, or yeah, something of course. like that. I tra traveled around for, but only like on on a personal. Um, okay, I thought you would do it with bands. No, no, no bands. No, no. I've, 
no. So I've I've never never performed uh, down there. Only traveled a okay. little bit around long time long time ago. But I yeah. I very much enjoyed it. Mate, that's so, awesome. I'd love to love to come back. So I thought you traveled down here with a band, but that's I must have been my old man. <laughs> Getting things confused. <laughs> but you have been here and you know what to expect. Um, Absolutely. You know, uh, there's been, you've been doing this a long time and you've, you've, you know, deeply rooted in, in your traditional music. And I'm noticing that there's a lot of bands from a lot of different countries emerging now. Maybe they've been doing it as long as you have, but they're really starting to make a move on the international scene. Like, uh, of course, yourselves, The Who is another one doing the Mongolian traditional music yeah. and and it seems that they it's more and more accepted these days and and as a mainstream show what, what's your thoughts mm. on that and and it becoming the people getting in touch with that i think it's important uh i think it's a fa- fantastic thing to to give voice to the these older parts of our traditions and and cultures and um you, you see also, you know, when, when you go far enough back in time, uh, you see how, how, um, how universal and timeless so many of these uh, traditions are, um, how, how connected they actually are, which is one of the things, where, one of the reasons why I think so many people from all over the world are connecting so so strongly with it uh, as well. It has that potential. It, it's, it's like these rhythms and tonalities and sounds, they're almost in, encoded in our, our DNA uh, from, from far, far back uh, in time. And making it, um, you, you see indigenous music uh, from all over the planet, how, mm-hmm. how similar. Uh, you see it in the instruments that are being used. You see it in the tonalities. So there's a great set of logics. And also, uh, I, I think there is a, there is a massive sense of longing and a void to, to connect with our surroundings. And so connecting to music that are born out of more nature, these more nature-based traditions also makes a lot of sense. I understand that, that urge, that, that urge is what drove me to, to create this music in the first place. So, um, and, and what I realized, uh, when I started to show my music to, to other people is, is that there was far more than just me who, who felt that longing to, to hear these sounds and these uh, traditions being voiced again. It's because they are born out of nature. They, they are still as relevant today as they, they were back when the tradition was more, more alive, if you know. How far back does it go for you? Like, is it, you know, that you remember, obviously everyone goes through their stage of metal and like, that's, that's it. But was it, does it hand in hand? Um, yeah. In a way, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of different music in my, my home. I had all the siblings who, um, um, there was a lot of metal music in my, my, my home <laughs> that I grew up with, uh, but also a lot of classical music and traditional music. Um, and from a very early age, I can remember being very fascinated by historical and traditional music as well. So they, they've always um, been there, uh, even though the first part of my uh, 
my life was was predominantly spent on on, on creating within the the the, the metal genre uh, but uh, yeah always there is a hint of inspiration from from the traditional uh stuff as well it's always been there i think it's funny that a lot of metal guys that i know like love the traditional stuff like they just you know they seem to connect with it more than anything you know other than you know pop or mainstream music the metal community really gravitates towards it yeah yeah you know yeah but yeah and they've always used a lot of these tonalities been inspired by it uh, Mm. as well in in the the music um, the musical expression and um, i don't know any any culture and any tradition is is a result of the environment where it where it evolves mm. uh, it's it's shaped by its environment in many ways and up here it's pretty dark it's pretty uh, grim it's pretty beautiful as well like an, an epic and and you can you can you can hear that melancholy and darkness also in in the traditional music and and even in the pop music from, from Norway, you can he- hear certain parts of that uh, that dark melancholy. Um, so it, it's a natural thing, I guess. And you finding that with that, especially you know the the metal and black metal history, that you know it's becoming more looked upon with like it's a part of history there. Like it's it's what am i trying to say <laughs> that it's you know it's you know it's a universal genre now and it's sort of good for tourism it's good for there's a little lot of darkness in there obviously mm. but that is drawing a lot of people to and and yeah i i think uh of course the during the rebellion uh that was in a in the early night 90s that um, that's kind of a different thing um that uh, even though i can't stand here sit here and and defend a lot of the things that that went down in in that period but at the same time if you see the effect it had on on religious freedom on on uh on uh, uh artistic freedom it it moved some borders there that that definitely needed to be moved in 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 our country uh, in the in the whole secularization um part yeah there was definitely some some uh, some very positive side effects of of that uh that movement uh you know, when, when something goes too far to one side, there, there always arises a, a counter reaction uh, to, to balance things out a little bit. And, and I, I think that that's what happened. And, and of course, for, for many people, this was about music, yes. um, not only ideology. Um, and I guess that part of, of the genre is what, what survived. Uh, um, and, and now it's it's more and also people realize that that this is it's not like uh what what uh, religious fundamentalists are, are saying that people are like uh, that that you get depressed from or or uh, 
yeah, de depressed from from uh, listening to to black metal or, or metal music at all. You know, it's it's uh, it's like it's like uh, if if you if you uh, if you're unable to connect with opera, it just sounds like people are screaming their lungs out it's it, it sounds like noise you know yeah. uh, uh, but if you connect to it, it it's a it's something of great beauty uh that gives you inner peace or energy and, and it, it's the exact same thing with metal you know if you are able to connect to it it it, it great it gives you great joy energy um expressions you know it, it's uh, um as any any music for basically Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you still, do you still listen to the metal? You still get in the car and crank some heavy stuff? Or, only, or for, only for nostalgia, I would say. Um, so it's mostly the stuff that I listened to when I, when I was younger. That, and, um, but of course, also I have, my, my kids are, are also ah. into metal. So sometimes I, I get, get, get it through them. Um, so, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> That's awesome. It's still there. Yeah, it's always here. How how old are your kids? Like, at that age, that right age. Uh, that's... Uh, yeah, my my son is nineteen, and my daughter is uh, yeah fifteen. Ah, yeah, yeah. They're they're right into it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still stuck listening to like the wiggles and stuff in the car at the moment. Ah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> so I'm like, come on, guys, it's time for some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get I there. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you got to do it. You got to do it. But uh, I know it's been awesome chatting with you again, man. And uh, I definitely hope we can see you guys very, very, very soon. You know, once you get through all hope the other so. we'll, we'll keep the beers cold. Hope bro. so. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, sooner or later. Later, definitely. Awesome. Awesome, man. Well, until then, you take care, brother, and uh, stay safe, all right? Thank you, sir. Thank right. you, man. Have a good one. You too, bye. You too, bye.